This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. I don't know that you do that in a one and done you know, generation the way the men's side is doing it. That's right. All right, we'll take a break for uh, top of the hour stories and news. When we get back, uh, the uh, micro grants, uh, 12, over $12,000 in micro grants we're going to announce with the Community Foundation. Excited? I'm excited. We'll be back. Car, home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. They've got a lot to talk about. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Biden will meet with congressional leaders from both parties today. And keeping the government open is a top priority. Out of the first funding deadline this Friday, a shutdown would get bigger without a deal by next Friday. Fox's Peter Ducey reports from the White House. You've got some Republicans like Mitch McConnell saying this is going to be poison at the ballot box in the general if the government shuts down again. But there are some House members willing to roll the dice because they're demanding spending cuts. Also on the agenda at the meeting, new military aid to Ukraine stalled in the House amid new controversy with NATO on how to help battle Russia. There will be no ground troops in Ukraine from European states or NATO. That's German leader Olaf Scholz with a clear rebuttal of the French president. Emmanuel Macron had said the idea wasn't being ruled out after hosting top-level talks on the state of the war. Fox's Jonathan Savage, when it comes to the war in Gaza, President Biden said while in New York... My national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. Now, that deal could free more hostages, but a Hamas official says optimism for an agreement is premature. The president's support for Israel could cost him votes today in Michigan. Some Democrats, led by Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, who has adamantly pro-Palestinian, are urging people to choose the uncommitted option on today's primary ballot. Now, former President Trump's expecting another big win in Michigan's Republican primary. Nikki Haley keeps challenging him, insisting that he's fractured Republicans, saying her supporters are barred from MAGA. You make it about this label and you don't make it about bringing more people into the party, that is an equation to lose a general election. There's retail news. Macy's plans to close 150 more stores over the next three years after reporting declining sales and a quarterly loss. The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block a grocery store merger, claiming a combined Kroger and Albertsons would lead to higher prices and fewer jobs. America's listening to Fox News. Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor, a daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains. Not only do I move better without pain, I just feel better. Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. Today, I do the things I love and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain. You can feel the difference all day, every day. Join the over 1 million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. And feel the difference of Relief Factor. While Republicans vote in Michigan's primary, perhaps giving former President Trump another victory, his legal issues persist. The same day's lawyers appealed a ruling in New York that the Trump Organization committed fraud and must pay a fine nearing a half billion dollars now. A New York DA files for a gag order in a Trump criminal case. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office has requested that the judge in the case issue an order barring former President Trump from commenting on any prospective jurors, witnesses, or prosecutors besides Bragg in his upcoming hush money trial. The filing says it's similar to ones already granted in the former president's other legal cases and references comments he made during his recent civil fraud trial in New York City. The former president is charged with 34 criminal counts of falsifying business records in the case that centers around reimbursements for hush money paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels in the run-up to the 2016 presidential election. He has pleaded not guilty. In New York City, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Thursday, former President Trump will go to Eagle Pass, Texas. He keeps calling record illegal immigration a disaster, vowing mass deportations of elected again. President Biden will also go to the border the same day in Brownsville, Texas. 
As many cities deal with the crisis of housing migrants who've moved north. In New York City, Mayor Eric Adams is calling for changes in the law there to allow illegal immigrants who commit felonies be turned over to ICE for deportation. This is not the first time that Adams has suggested changes to the sanctuary status, but it does come after a series of violent incidents involving migrants, like when a group allegedly attacked New York police officers. And following the news that the migrant accused and arrested for killing a Georgia nursing student was also arrested here in New York City last year for endangering the welfare of a child, then released before he made his way south. That's Fox Business Network's Madison Allworth. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed. Down a bit for the Dow, up modestly for the NASDAQ. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Hey, Decatur. Dan Martini inviting you to join me and John West for Soy City Buzz on First Mid Mondays, brought to you by First Mid Bank and Trust and First Mid Insurance Group. Join us as we highlight community events, fundraisers, and talk to local business owners and community leaders in the whole Soy City area. So don't forget to listen each Monday at 5 p.m. on WSOY 1340 a.m. and 103.3 FM. Podcasts available 24-7 at nowdecatur.com. Hi, this is Tina German-Roberts, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said, Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now, the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community. Presented by Hickory Point Bacon Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women from our community sharing powerful personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. The relatable stories of everyday women like me and you. Some will make you belly laugh, some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6th at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage and get your tickets now by visiting www.lincolnsquaretheater.com. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. A chance of showers and thunderstorms later this afternoon. Partly sunny, high of 78. Tonight, a chance of rain and snow late. Then some thunder and winds, a possibility. Mostly cloudy, low around 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy through mid-morning, then clearing high near 32. Thursday, sunny with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 59 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.07. What is today, Nick? It's Tuesday. You know what we do on Tuesdays, right? We give away money from the Community Foundation. Missy's in studios. We'll talk about the microgram program and announce the award winners live next. Fires and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Good morning and welcome back to the program. We are here on kind of a hazy gray morning that just sort of looks like something's on the horizon. You know what I mean? Like if you didn't have, let's go back a thousand years. You wake up and you don't have people in Cupertino tell you what the weather's going to be. And you look down and you go, there's some stuff coming. (laughs) That's kind of the way it looks this morning. Missy Beckles in studios with us here today. I learned uh, one of the, 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 the lessons that I learned early in my uh, career serving on boards or in different things was, you know, you didn't realize <clears throat> how far $500 could go or the impact that it could have. You thought about philanthropy yes. in very large amounts and you, you thought about, you, you know, billions of dollars. And I think some of that still is a barrier to things like the Community Foundation because people can't see themselves necessarily in that, even though they absolutely could be. But I learned uh, and, and learned, and then that was reinforced over the years with the Public Schools Foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you mean we can impact 900 kids with a $500 gift? You That's can. pretty cool. So I think there's still some of that out there that people, A, think I can't make a difference because I can't write a million-dollar check, which is 
not a, a right at all, but B, just how these micro grants, you know, how important they are to these organizations. How did this whole thing start? Because you administer all of this. We do. And so these were actually offered in the early 2000s by the Lumpkin Family Foundation okay. out of Mattoon. And they did it for a few years and decided that a more efficient way to do it would be to work with local community foundations because they knew the organizations in their area and they had the relationships. So they actually put seed money in four um, community foundations. We were one of them. And we now administer the micro grant program. And at the time we were giving away five to seventy five hundred dollars a year. We have increased that steadily over the years. Since 2010, we've given out more than 146,000. In micro grants. Yes. That's just like, in you know, 500 bucks at a time, 800 bucks at a time. And, yes. and that's, I, I just I love when we get down to this level because I think people can relate to it. They can understand mm-hmm. what you can do with your own life and philanthropy and helping out. And, uh, you don't have to be a millionaire. Absolutely. And so these grants are really targeted toward educating the staff and boards and leadership of our local nonprofit organizations, because that's one of the things that when you're working on a shoestring budget, you don't always devote the money for training, and it makes an incredible difference. Okay, so do, uh, we want to make the list public here first, right? We and do. then we want to go into some uh, specifics about uh, three of these organizations. Yes. My understanding here. Uh, all right, so um, I, Nick, this is just, no one knows this yet. Well, the community foundation, but no one else knows. Let's Even the recipients. It. Even me. Let's go. All right. Uh, let's go right ahead. Let's start out with the Children's Museum. Yes, the Children's Museum is receiving $1,250 for for their micro grant. And then Decatur Daycare is next on the list. Yes, they're getting a $600 grant. To, and, I'm sorry, go right ahead. Oh, I was just to say, just to provide some um, a Leadership Connections National Conference experience to their director. Okay, and the Decatur Family YMCA. Yes, so this is $1,250, and it is for a staff member to attend the NATO conference. Natalie actually came to us from the Y. She still talks about how fabulous that was. And some years they send their um, staff, some years it's board directors, and it's just, it's a great experience for I, them. I think Lindsay did that as a board member uh, one year, really got a lot out of that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. All right, Dove. Yes, Dove. So they are doing an online training program with for one of their staff members, and they that'll be something that will really benefit the entire organization. Yeah, and that's 199 bucks. Yes. But if you're an organization like Dove, 199 dollars is food uh, or or clothing and shelter uh, for them to be able to get better at their jobs and have it paid for. What a great investment. Empowerment Opportunities Center. Yes, this is $1,500. This is actually a little bigger than some of our normal ones. And this one, it's for a national conference that last year Tara Murray attended. And she brought back so many fabulous ideas. They had um, five different things that they implemented, including enrolling the agency in the Pathways to Excellence program. And then she also joined a study group for to become a certified community action professional. This year, they're taking several members of their leadership team to the conference. All right. Next up on the list, giving away today $12,549 in microgrants, the Energy Assistance Foundation. Yes. So, uh, $1,000 is going to that organization, and it's to attend their national conference to, for two members, and that is in Chicago this year. Well, that's a nice, uh, yeah. Yeah. You can take a, take a drive and not have to get on a plane. Exactly. All right. Good Samaritan Inn. Yes, and we'll talk a little bit more about them later, but theirs is one of our larger ones. It's $1,500. Okay, we'll go back to the details here in just a little bit. Making resources. That is 1250 and it is to send the Director of Clinical Services to a Certified Development Disabilities course that will, um, she'll get a new certification, so. All right. Uh, Meridian CUSD number 15, Meridian School District. $1,250, and that's to assist with the costs for an in-service workshop. They're bringing Dr. Todd Whitaker to, um, to their 
school, and he is a leader in the field of education and has authored over 50 books. All right, fantastic. Uh, Prairie Flower Montessori School. So this is another $1,250 grant, and this is for online training courses for two of their current assistants, one in toddler and one in primary. So. Uh, that's fantastic. And then finally, and then we'll get into the details of three of these, the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Central Illinois, which I am a board member for all transparency. Yes, and we love them, and they are getting one of our larger ones, $1,500. Um, Abby um, Custer and Amber Kaler are phenomenal there, and so. All right, great stuff. Now, let's talk about these, because I think it's important to know, like, well, what can this do? You know, what was it $1,500 can do? So, the Children's Museum, the Good Samaritan Inn, and the Ronald McDonald House, what are they doing specifically through this? So, we love this, because these were really some original um, applications. Ricky Parker is incredible at Children's Museum, and she said it's an unconventional professional development opportunity. And what they're going to do is they are taking staff on a series of field trips. They're going to go see museums, parks, and other institutions in Illinois, Wisconsin, Missouri, and Indiana so that they can see what others are doing, observe best practices, and bring all of that back to central Illinois so that our kids in our community can benefit from what's happening happening all around the Midwest. And that's $1,250. That's, that's an incredible investment and smart, right? Because we all know that, you know, everybody goes, well, we want to do the original thing. No, you steal from what works. Uh, you go and yes. you see other ideas and other things. You know, somebody didn't go, well, let's just do a mural. They saw a mural somewhere else and it inspired them to do a mural. Yes, that's absolutely how it works. I mean, why reinvent the wheel? Absolutely. All right. And then what is uh, next up on the list is a Good Samaritan Inn. Yes. And so these are all very three, very distinct. Distinctive. I mean, when you think about what their mission is, all very different. Very much so. And so Nikki Besser, she is an incredibly good steward of dollars, and she's very creative in her approach. And so this is actually to attend two two different conferences and to hire a consultant to come in and help them with some HR stuff. So one of the conferences will help them with their Mercy Gardens. The other one is specific to housing and homelessness, but they are really capitalizing on it and getting a bang for their buck. And you think about something like the Good Samaritan Inn. And, and and what I love about the Community Foundation's vision, and, and Missy, I know you coordinate all this, so I, I mean, I don't know how, uh, are you choosing the amounts? Is there a committee that chooses the amounts? We have a committee. That's what yes. I figured. Yes. Uh, uh, but, you know, you look at the Good Samaritan Inn, um, you, you know, there's not going to be a big overhead there, you, you know, and, and for them to be able to do what they do, they're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts, they're doing it to try to help people, yes. uh, but they might be able to do a better job, you know, with a little bit of training or a little bit of access to something, but that stuff always gets cut or doesn't make it into the budget to begin with because the mission is is, is getting food to people, uh, mm-hmm. and so you guys are able to step in, give them that professional boost that may at the end help more people because they're more effective at doing it, and at at the same time, you can't just, as a community, only do food to people. You have to have quality of life. You have to have health care. You have to have all these other things because life is simultaneous. It's not like one thing and then the next and the next. So you look at these three examples, the Children's Museum, which is all about education and quality of life and safe mm-hmm. spaces for kids. You look at what the Good Samaritan Inn and what they're doing at a front level of feeding people on a day-to-day basis. And then you go to the Ronald McDonald House, which is when people are at their utmost crisis, uh, some sort of childhood uh, uh, sickness that puts a child in a hospital and they they don't have to worry about where they're going to stay or how they're going to get a meal or driving back and forth. I mean, three completely different missions, but also important in their own very own way. They are. And I think sometimes there's a misnomer that charity benefits um, the, the less fortunate. And that is true, but it also might be a little bit snobby because when you look at something like the Ronald McDonald House, impacts everyone. It does. And I mean, Frankly, I've had the privilege of never needing their services, but I don't care what level of life you are. When you have a sick child, Mm -hmm. you are at your most vulnerable. All of us have the ability to be that vulnerable person. Look, I I was sold uh, the very first time we did the fundraiser with them, and the mom joined us uh, from, was it Finley or or down in that area, Um, and, and their child died. Mm-hmm. But the difference of them being there and being able to spend their last minutes before she died, yes. I, you know, or he died, 
versus they would not have been able to get there before it happened. The, the, it is almost uh, impossible to understand what mm-hmm. the value is to that family uh, at, in the worst of, of scenarios and, and then what it they is. do every day. I mean, so all of this matters, and it's, it's got to be incredibly hard to choose, you know, mm-hmm. uh, between them. But I, I just the variety is so important to me because you think about just about every impact of our community or, or uh, demographic in our mm-hmm. community is impacted by this list. Yeah. It is. It truly is. And, you know, and I think, and since you're a board member, I'm going to toot their horn okay. <laughs> for you. But it, it's not just that they provide a place to stay. I mean, if you've never had the opportunity to tour one of their homes, I would, I, I would encourage you to do so because they are amazing. It's not just an, an, a nice soft bed. It is they provide meals. They provide areas for other family members. I mean, it is, it's like a warm hug it's at a the home. end of a very difficult day. Yeah, and it's and, a home. Yes. And you're right across from the hospitals and, and, and it is amazing. So what are they doing with their grants? Okay. So this year is actually the 50th anniversary of Ronald McDonald Charities and they are international. They have um, houses in over 60 countries. And so they are going to be, um, they have their national conference this year and they are sending several staff members to the national conference. And we we like the idea that multiple members mm-hmm. of an organization get to go and there is a small match that comes in with these grant applications that the organization has to put in to have some skin in the game. Ronald McDonald House Charities is matching it much bigger than so we are doing 1500 for them because we just so believe in their mission and the hard work that they do. That's amazing. As always, they just keep doing it Nick, Tuesday after Tuesday after Tuesday. We got another one coming up, right? We do. We've got some big ones. I, we get to play Fairy Godmother. I feel like I need a magic wand and should start singing bippity boppity boo. <laughs> uh, it is really the work that you guys are doing, and 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 I think maybe as important uh, is just the awareness of just how far and how deep the impact the community foundation has on uh, the organizations and people in this community, and and it's not considered to be some sort of out of the way private thing behind the scenes. You know. What I mean? No, it is not. And, and when you do this, and then hopefully more people will apply, and you'll hear new stories and more stories, and more people will give if you have the ability to do that. And if you realize that $199, right, mm-hmm. impacts Dove as an organization. It does, because that allows one person to take a training course that they will share with the rest of the organization yeah. to lift the organization up. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Good job as always. Thank you so much. And it's thanks fun. for being here. It is fun. Uh, the Community Foundation of Maine County Vice President. And she does all the hard work. <laughs> not true. It's a uh, lot of fun. Come on. <laughs> it's not, there's a lot of work that goes in. You guys make it look fun and it is fun, but it's also a lot of work. And I appreciate uh, the fact that you have been such a great supporter of these organizations in this community for a very, very long time, and uh, the Community Foundation just keeps hitting it out of the park. Uh, we have, uh, I think we have two appearances next week, this as I true. understand it. I know that sounds very mysterious, but it will unfold. It's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> Missy, thank you as always. Thank Here's you. Nick Smith with your three-day forecast, back with more right after this. Today, we've got a chance of showers and thunderstorms later, partly sunny and a high of 78. Tonight, a chance of rain and snow. Some thunder and winds are possible, mostly cloudy and a low around 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then gradually clearing. High of 32, then Thursday, sunny with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 59 degrees. Your WSOY time is 822. Set those tea times as Earth Mover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Pub in downtown Decatur. $1,500 in prize money is on the line, and it's anyone's to win. Book a tea time to play on the golf simulator at Caddyshack by calling 217-422-4444 or visiting caddyshackgolfpub.com. When you arrive, tell them you're playing in the United Way Open. Donate 10 bucks to the United Way for each nine holes you play at Pebble Beach, and you're in the running. Play anytime between now and February 28th. 
Top 12 scorers are called on Leap Day and are invited to the championship nine-hole round on Sunday, March 3rd. Earthmover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack. Can anyone catch defending champion Griffin Sparks? Huge thank yous to sponsors, the Country Financial Agency of Ludwig & Young, the new 4-9 in Mount Zion right next door, Main Place Real Estate Agent Blake Reynolds, the Law Office of Andrew Erickson, Newhoff Media, Jim Broidery by Lance Amos, and Blake of Parlooza LLC. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, this is Dave Brandon from Hickory Point Bank. Not only are we locally owned, we're locally active. We participate in the daily life of the Decatur community, serving on nonprofit boards, volunteering for fundraisers, and participating in events. Everything that helps support local businesses and families helps make life fun and engaging right here. After all, if you want your community to grow and thrive, there's no better way than to invest your time, which is why we'll always be fully invested in you. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. COVID-19 has cast a spotlight on the stark inequalities that drive poverty. The poorest communities in the U.S. and around the world are suffering the most. Oxfam believes we can put systems in place to protect health and livelihoods in the future if we work together with dignity and compassion. Learn how you can help offer safety to the most vulnerable and fight for a more resilient future at OxfamAmerica.org. Sponsored by Oxfam America. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This would certainly be a greatest hits album that would be right up there as good as any greatest hits album you could compile. The Commodores? Yes. Yeah. Where you know every word to every song. Yep. I think ZZ Top could do one of those. I think ACDC could do one of those. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers certainly did one of those. Uh, some, like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, there's no way you could even, I mean, it's anthologies. That's yeah. why you have all that stuff. But you know, front to back. Yeah. Would be I'm, a good album. I'm with that. They had some hits. Lots of them. And they still stand up. That's the ultimate, I think, uh, thing. Did I see uh, Taylor Swift's dad's accused of punching a, uh, a photog in Australia? I didn't see that. Yeah. Or they're investigating, I should say. Uh, I, it, it, I would assume that it would have to be uh, incredibly annoying to be Taylor Swift to try to do anything in public at all. You know, I'm always kind of amazed. Like, they, they went to the zoo. Yeah. And they had, like drones and yeah. helicopters getting shots. I mean, it's pretty audacious to go to the zoo. Oh, I know. Just I shouldn't be. Just you like should be able people. to do it. But, you know, the biggest star in the world with a gigantic guy that looks like an NFL player from 100 yards. Right. With the iconic beard. I mean, it's hard to kind of like disguise that, I would think. Oh, yeah. And people are tracking where they're going up to the minute. We saw their car go into the hotel. We saw their car leave the hotel. We will send a car to follow that car. I would assume that it would have to be uh, incredibly annoying to be Taylor Swift to try to do anything in public at all. You know, I'm always kind of amazed. Like they, they went to the zoo. Yeah. And they had like drones and yeah. helicopters getting shots. I mean, it's pretty audacious to go to the zoo. Oh, I know. Just I shouldn't be. Just you like regular be able people. to do it. But, you know, the biggest star in the world with a gigantic guy that looks like an NFL player from 100 yards. Right. With the iconic beard. I mean, it's hard to kind of like disguise that, I would think. Oh, yeah. And people are tracking where they're going up to the minute. We saw their car go into the hotel. 
we saw their car leave the hotel. We will send a car to follow that car. Just I shouldn't be. Just you like regular be able people. to do it. But, you know, the biggest star in the world with a gigantic guy that looks like an NFL player from 100 yards. Right. With the iconic beard. I mean, it's hard to kind of like disguise that, I would think. Oh, yeah. And people are tracking where they're going up to the minute. We saw their car go into the hotel. We saw their car leave the hotel. We will send a car to follow that car. People are tracking where they're going up to the minute. We saw their car go into the hotel. We saw their car leave the hotel. We will send a car to follow that car. Uh, I don't know why, quite why, and I don't know the circumstances, and who knows at the end of the day what will happen here or who's to blame. I don't understand why we allow the paparazzi to act the way the paparazzi act. I mean, this was Diana. I mean, you think about the the tragedies. You think about how life without the stalkers or the people who have, you know, like John Lennon. I, I mean, the, having these people in their aggressive way, you, you know, it's even worse when they're like kids involved and stuff like that. I, I don't know why it's so important to people to have a picture that does whatever for what all that's worth. I don't understand. It. It's like storm in the field. Yeah. So what, they went to Panera? Yeah. All right, I got to take a break. We'll pick up on this and then Camp Newton. Stay tuned. This is RJ Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Jesse Heating and Air. Great products and great people treating you the way you want to be treated since 1979. The state treasurer's office has generated over $3 billion in investment earnings from the state investment portfolio. In addition, the Illinois Fund's local government investment pool has contributed an extra $1.75 billion in gross investment earnings. The treasurer's office actively manages about $55 billion in state funding, overseeing investments that support education education, retirement savings, and bill payments for local governments. The Red Cross is calling for volunteers to join the National Sound the Alarm initiative aiming to install 50,000 free smoke alarms in at-risk communities across the country. No prior experience is required and training will be provided. Donations from a number of corporate partners make all services free for residents in need. Red Cross volunteers install the alarms and share important info about fire safety. Learn more at NowDecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Negotiators working on a ceasefire deal in Gaza say they're not done yet, calling President Biden's optimism premature. Progress is being made on a deal to free hostages held by Hamas in Gaza for a sustained ceasefire that could be timed with the upcoming Muslim holy month of Ramadan, President Biden says. My hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A suspect in a Georgia nursing student's death accused of dragging her to a secluded area to conceal her death. Court documents showing the suspect who is an illegal immigrant from Venezuela is accused of disfiguring her skull. The White House now issuing a statement saying we would like to extend our deepest condolences to the family and loved ones of Lakin Hope Riley. People should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law if they are found to be guilty. Fox's Brooks singing the Athens Georgia District Attorney is calling in a special prosecutor to try the case. America's listening to Fox News. With Ricky Horton, I'm John Rooney, and yesterday at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, the Cardinals got a run in the third and then struggled with runners in scoring position, yet added on with two in the ninth to beat the Astros 3-0. And five young pitchers for the Cardinals all pitched extremely well. Drew Rahm got the win. He started things off a couple of innings. Gordon Graceffo was really electric, had a great slider. Thomas and then Tink Hentz and Kyle Leahy put up nothing but zeros. And a pretty good day for Mason Wynn in the leadoff role as he went three for three, two singles, he had a double, and he had a stolen base. And how about the bottom of the order where Victor Scott had two walks, a run scored. He stole 94 bases in the minors last year and has one here in spring training. Two fun players to watch, two good, young, fun players in Mason Wynn and Victor Scott the second. Today, the Cardinals play the Marlins at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. Our next broadcast is tomorrow against the Red Sox, and that will feature Sonny Gray on the mound for the Cardinals. We'll be on the air at 11.55 Central Time. The Cardinals Hall of Fame and Museum is the official home of Cardinals history. For those who want to be a part of one of the sport's greatest collections in the world, museum membership is the way to go. Cardinals Museum membership provides unlimited admission for one year, exclusive Hall of Fame bobbleheads, discounts, ticket offers, and more, in addition to supporting exhibit design and artifact restoration. There are a variety of membership levels, including our ultimate level of membership. For more info and to join, go to cardinals.com slash membership. 
You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Back here on a sort of gray morning here in downtown Decatur with uh, the next 24 hours being adventurous, to say the least. So Taylor Swift, I didn't realize her dad was that old. You wouldn't think, just looking at her. Yeah. Did you watch the video? Uh, I did. It shows her coming across a bridge. She's in a, uh, somebody's holding an umbrella over her head, but it's not out. It is kind of like, you know, semi-closed, you know, protecting a shield. She has a security guard flashing a flashlight at the person coming up, and then somebody else with an open umbrella blocking the camera view. Uh-huh. This is two in the morning, just trying to go around a bend. To and get then, to their yacht. You know, to wherever they want to go. That, that I mean, sounded very much I mean, but people. wherever they want to go. Of course so. Of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and, and that's where the scuffle ensued. He was on the other side. It's not to say he couldn't come over, but it looks like more like whoever's holding the umbrella in front of the cameras where the scuffle really lied is what it looks like All right. to me. They, I, I, first and foremost, you're never going to hear me uh, take up for the paparazzi. I, I mean, I love photography. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, this is not that. No. Just standing there trying to... And, 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 no, and, and it's also that they try to, uh, uh, you know, to get you to react. Mm-hmm. They want that angry picture more yep. than they want the happy picture. That's right. Or they want some sort of sloppy drunk thing or they want, you know, they want an altercation. That's right. And it's two in the morning and that probably explains why the umbrella's over her head, you know, did not looking her best. And, and by who would, you know, looking tired or whatever is like 2 a.m. probably drunk. You know, or whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Like, yeah, so it's makes sense to protect her from that image. What any, any other 31, 32-year-old kids doing on a Saturday night? Right. Right. Or, or completely drunk and to within her <laughs> within her rights to be so and don't want that out there. Yeah. And is that her dad that's holding her hand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right next to her. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to there, – there seems to be a lot of jump cuts in this video. Well, Yeah. It's not a very exciting video. It's no, just it's really, people walking. doesn't show anything like, like really, at least the one I'm watching doesn't show after the, or like, anyway, unlike the Cam Newton video. Yeah. That was pretty, a big guy, huh? He's huge, by the way. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing about it. Like, uh, it, it. That's a dog. <laughs> yeah, that's a straight dog. <laughs> Letting us know how he feels. Come on. Uh, all right. So there's this is the, the paparazzi running in celebrities. Nothing new. Right. Done that a gazillion times over the years. Athletes uh, talking a lot of smack, getting into verbal altercations to turn physical at some you know uh, place. Also, not a new story. No. Now they've come out and said that he was smack talking during. It's like a youth football thing. Yeah, he's a big sponsor. He has a team that competes nationally. Yeah, uh, could Cam Newton would? Would I easily believe he has a big mouth on the sidelines of a kids game? Yes, I would believe that. Yeah, seems within his brand, if you will. Yes, the idea that four or five or however many of you. Are gonna jump him, and he's just throwing you all around like rag dolls. His hat doesn't even come off. His custom hat. His custom hat. Yeah. It looks like one of those dark tower guys. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, or no, what was the one in the Mandalorian? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that it? Yes, I think so. Uh, he's a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, but what the, the most, the craziest thing about it was like when it was all over, he was so nonplussed by the whole thing. Yeah. He didn't throw any punches. He, he just was keeping, he, it was like, you know, like when they show on, uh, throughout time, the, the little kid hauled me back and, and the big guy puts his hand on their forehead and they punch, punch, punch with the air. That's basically what he was I doing. One guy got a sucker punch in. Got one. But, but, but he, he's just like <laughs> flinging these guys around by like their fanny pack or whatever. And I'm going, what is this? And then when it's all done, I think most people would be a little PO'd whether you were talking smack or not. Like five guys jumped you. Right. He just seemed like whatever. No. Just a ha- he's a happy guy most of the time anyway, but that takes it to a new level. He's a big, smiley, happy guy. That goofy hat. <laughs> he's just different. 
is. He's, he's uh, campaigning to try to be the Falcons quarterback. Uh, he's been he campaigning to try to be somebody's quarterback every year. <laughs> I know. He's like, I live here, guys. Give me a break. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're good, Cam. That's uh, an interesting video. It is. But then I felt bad for watching it. Because that's exactly why people do this. And it is our worst behavior uh, to sit around when people are in distress or there's something happening. We, Our nature anymore is not to, to render aid or to break it up or to do anything other than film it and put it up for the world to see. I felt like a guilty participant in watching that video yesterday. I understand that. I, I just read uh, this morning a person giving their first-hand account, just a vent for no other reason, saying they were waiting for a subway, reading their phone, and somebody walked up and sucker-punched him and broke his nose. Mm-hmm. And blood pooled into his mouth and his nose, knocked him a little loopy. He said there were 20 people there that either broke eye contact from him or just watched or filmed or whatever. As he stumbled away, nobody called 911. Yeah. Nobody helped stabilize him. Nobody did anything. Nobody ran after the perp. He's like, I wouldn't expect you to do that. And, you know, and, and it just became a spectacle. Yeah, it's all entertainment. Yeah, and then he said he had a second dose of it when he posted this. People are going, well, why didn't you post details of the perp? And he said that he was starting it with enough sample size that it was just, well, you're fishing for me to say this thing, whether it be racially or, you know, whatever, versus like, hey, this might help catch the perp. It's more like, see, that's what you should expect. And so he got a double dose of gross in the same day. Yeah, I, 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 it like, I feel like he's fishing out of two ponds there uh, a little bit. He was just venting. I, I know, but you don't have to get online and vent for people you don't know either. Yeah. I, I mean, I, this whole theatrical yeah, oh yeah, true. Well, true, yeah. thing of... This is sort of the same thing. It is sense. exactly. Not, I mean, one is physical violence mm-hmm. and a crime, but but then you're taking the victim part of that, and he certainly was. You you vent to your family. You don't right. share it out with it. That's a good point. So I, it was a little look at me as well. Yes. Which is more cut of the same cloth. It's, it, we just can't help ourselves. Mm-mm. Is it as simple as our desire to connect? If we're going to break it down into, into sort of simple... Um, motivations as to why we do things i i that probably plays into it but it's more about our own self-importance to the world i think yeah maybe i mean how many people get mugged in a subway in you know new york or wherever they don't all go online and look at what happened to me and nobody helped i mean i don't know who you're messaging to yeah the same people that just ignored you when it happened in real time right are gonna care about it after the fact on social media or wherever uh, I, it is, it's a weakness that we have as people today. Yeah. It, and on the light end, you kind of look at it and laugh. Mm-hmm. The Cam Newton thing. Oh, yeah. But you're also then a part of the problem. Sure. You shouldn't be celebrating physical violence that way. To bring it full circle, running out on the court after a big win. You bet. The difference is now, if somebody stomps on Caitlin Clark, they're videoing the whole thing to try to get hits off of it instead of going, oh, my God, that's horrible behavior. I shouldn't be admitting that at all. Right. That's why crooks, dumb crooks, keep going to jail because they can't help but keep posting stuff online. It's like, tell me, if if anybody has motivation to not be public about something, wouldn't it be the person committing the crime? Exactly that. But they can't help themselves. Can't. Can't. At the end of the day, this isn't good for people. I mean, just symbolically, if nothing else. Is it worth stealing a million dollars if nobody knows that you stole a million dollars? Come on. If the point is to get a million dollars, yes. If the point is to be, I'm famous. Is to get a million dollars and have people tell you how cool it is? Yeah. Watching too much Ocean's Eleven. Man. Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't want, and, and, and this is also the thing we were touching on. I believe it was last week with Tanya. The people who send the powder and the mail to Donald Trump Jr. That's the worst of the worst, right? And I don't think that's a whole bunch of people. I think it's more than you think, but it's not a whole, whole bunch of people. Then you get the people who are sort of passive aggressive in it like they'll condemn it but they're kind of paying attention they're watching and then they'll go all right well i'll make sure somebody knows they're saying stuff about you you know i mean there's that pass through where the normal people are yep the other's a mental health issue yeah the instigators that get their dirty work done by someone else 
Right. Yeah, but I, but, but they feel lost their hands yeah, because they didn't because do it. I didn't do that. I'm just sharing. I'm I didn't expect consuming. that to happen by me giving him that very specific nugget. Yeah. And, and so you would know every year, every single year at the Decatur celebration, at the carnival, people were standing around with phones waiting for the first teenagers to fight so they could go viral on social media. And then everybody could go, I hate that event. That's hor-. when no one was having that experience anywhere else. Right. Right. It became a thing. Yeah. But you went there with intent. Mm hmm. To get that thing or as much of that thing. The most recent one across from the high school. I mean, you, you know, these videos go viral for a reason. Every time I see them, I'm like, why are the adults not doing anything? Right. <laughs> so Taylor Swift should be able to walk back to wherever she's staying, even if it's a gigantic boat. Right. And shouldn't have to be harassed on the street. And there's not a single person in life that would enjoy that. Mm-mm. You might for five minutes, the attention. Some of them commercialize it to a degree. I mean, it is commercialized. What do you mean? Um, product placement, uh, their own photographers having cut in the, in the photography pool. Some of them are, are in, in cahoots with the paparazzi. Um, and, and make money off of it, but just trying to go to Wendy's like we talked about earlier. Yeah, but, but see, I, but let me get a different twist. First of all, there, there's nothing too narcissistic you could describe to me about celebrities that I wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> and that, they're not all the same. It's not one category, but they, they, you talk about Kellogg's and Wendy's living in another world. There's, they're in another universe. Oh, a yeah. lot of them. Yep. Uh, but I would propose to you. That if this was just a part of your daily life and, and these people were stalking you 24-7 and you figure, okay, if I got to live like this, at least Might I can well make, make some money, money off of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or we make a deal to give you the shots of our new baby because once the shots are out there, then it, it goes back to normal. I mean, That's it's right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame them for strategically controlling yeah. the flow. Mm-hmm. I got to live with this anyway. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Why not make a few bucks? Yeah, I have no problem with that. In, in, in how everything's set up, I wish it would all just go away. Me too. But, but if this is what it is, but it having a hand in it. But it doesn't go away if the consumers want it. And at the end of the day, this is the problem with the border. This is the problem with the cartels. This is the problem with drugs. This is the problem with all of this is you, it's easy to go blame the source. And sometimes there's blame to be, right? Right. But if the consumption is there and the demand is there, right, people are going to behave that way. If there's no demand, there'd just be uh, empty warehouses of pills. Right. Cartel be selling insurance. That's right. Have to find something. But we never want to take that responsibility as people. Things don't go viral. If a whole bunch of people who consider themselves to be, have good manners and not, wouldn't act that way in public if they weren't consuming it. Yeah. You know, it's weird because I think there's various degrees of consumption. And, and one thing that I think is interesting, like I think it's interesting, the Travis and uh, Taylor relationship. I think it's interesting to see broad strokes. Hey, he's in Australia with her. I think that's worth knowing. And what's their day like? Cool. They went to the zoo. They had a nice fun day. Fine. What do I care if they walk by like a Barnes and Noble? Why? Because you don't, you're not the consumer that they're selling. No, I know, but I'm putting myself in a boat of being willing to consume. Okay. But they're, but these are her fan base is not the same. I know that. that. I'm just wondering what it is about that every morsel. Like, oh, she used a blue straw. Like, why do I, why would I care? I, I'll never even know because I don't care and I'm not looking for it. Right. I just, the interesting thing I to me was, up, A, her dad is 71 years old. <laughs> I thought that was kind of fascinating. He'd been way much older yeah. uh, parent and the, the 71 year old got <laughs> fisticuffs. <laughs> you, you know, and I, I thought to myself, I, I, I felt like uh, that's a dad protecting his daughter. Exactly right. And I don't think however old you get, that ever goes away. And then you think about what they live with every day. Right. So when we get back, there was a new Devon announcement yesterday. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. You talk about taking a trip down memory lane. (laughs) Not a good memory lane. No? Not a bad memory lane. Just an 80s thing that just, boy, as much as we got right. Now, big fan base. 
not me, not in that fan base, but big fan base. So I distinctly remember the first time I saw this group on MTV back in the 80s. They're coming to the Devon. We'll give you all the details on the other side of the break. Nick's got your three-day forecast. Just heads up over the next 24 hours. Could be rough out there. Yeah, today it's going to approach 80 degrees, 78 the high. You've got a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 4 p.m. It'll be partly sunny today with a high, at, like I said, of 78. Then tonight we got chance of rain and snow. We're going to see some wind, maybe some thunder, and the temperature is going to drop over 50 degrees all the way down to a low of 23. Wednesday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then clear, high staying around freezing. And then Thursday, sunny with a high near 46. The current temperature in downtown Decatur, 60 degrees. Your WSOY time is 849. Southside Country Club's golf course is 100, and 2024 is a time to celebrate Southside style and at a fraction of the cost for the first year. The $100 special is back for a limited time, a $100 initiation fee, and $100 membership dues a month for the rest of 2024. Southside Country Club has been a community gem for 120 years. The People's Club, well known for its beautiful golf course open year-round, but also the spot for many, from family fun at the pool to a quality night out at the restaurant, bar, or one of the club's dozens of annual events. It's your best time ever to join Southside. With new parties added to the calendar and new tournaments added to the golf schedule, that's a 100-year celebration, $100 initiation fee, and $100 a month for the rest of 2024. It's time to join the family. For more information, call 217-423-7789 or stop by and see us or visit southsidecountryclub.com. Special does include a two-year contract and an annual food and beverage minimum equivalent to $150 a month. The year of celebrating 100 at Southside Country Club, where nobody does it like us. Hi, JR from SpeedLube here again, reminding all of our clients how much we appreciate you and the services we provide that others may not. Here at SpeedLube, you have the choice to stay in your vehicle or wait in our lobby while we perform the service for you. Our full service includes a multi-point inspection that entails checking differential and transfer case fluids, along with all the other vital fluids underneath the hood. We also vacuum the floorboards, wash the exterior windows, and correct your tire inflation. All of this while providing a premium Pennzoil product. Thank you, Decatur and surrounding areas, for your 43-plus years of patronage. We look forward to seeing you again. Budweiser presents Pizzazz this Saturday at Sliders Bar and Grill. Pizzazz is Central Illinois' favorite party dance band, and they're ready to see you for an early show at Sliders Bar and Grill. Don't miss a fun evening of dancing at Sliders starting at 4 p.m. Grab some dinner, get a butter Bud Light, drink and dance all night long. Pizzazz at Sliders Bar and Grill this Saturday, 4 p.m. Sliders Bar and Grill, located on Route 36 East in Decatur. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. What would the name of this song be? Isn't it like the edge of a broken heart? Yeah. Do you know so who? Richard Marks wrote that. <laughs> That's good. Stole my thunder. Uh, that was written for them by Richard Marks, uh, along with one of the other uh, oh, band got members. So many Vixen fun. Oh facts. no, no, no! Richard Marks. I'll, I'll give you a better one. Fee Wable was the co-writer from the Tubes. Oh wow! Now, I don't, okay. Put those three things like you should do the Sesame Street thing. One of these things doesn't belong here. You got Vixen, you got Fee Wable, and Richard Marks. That's got to be the weirdest combination to produce a song in the history of music. I don't know how it gets done. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> All right. So Vixen was a thing. Uh, they started in the early 80s in like uh, St. Paul, Minnesota is where they're originally from. And then 
their first album came out in 1988, right? And so it was more late 80s, early 90s, which coincided with sort of that whole uh, glam metal kind of rock stuff that the was going bands. on, the hair bands. Mm-hmm. They were called uh, the female Bon Jovis. I would think that if you just did a side-by-side photo at the time, uh, Bon Jovis should have been called the male vixens uh, just because the look. That's fair. Right. Yeah, it was a similar look. Well, all I'm saying is that at that time, most women wore eyeliner, not guys. So it was, they weren't stealing the look from Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi was stealing the look from, you know, the way David Bowie or anybody else did over the years. Uh, they had a lot of MTV videos. They, they really did. I mean, they, they toured with Ozzy Osbourne and Bon Jovi and Kiss and, uh, uh, the Scorpions. They were pretty metal. That's pretty awesome. Roxy, is it Petrucci? Petrucci, uh, is I think the only original member that's still in the band, the drummer. Yeah, they had one of their main, like their front lady, I believe, died. Jan was her name. Oh, did she? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Jan Kuhn. Yeah, she was 59, uh, died in 2013. I don't know the details to that. Yeah. So, but there is, I I thought the the woman on the right in the publicity picture they sent along with the Devon looked like one of the original members from what I could remember. Yeah. So that'd be a fun show. You know what the crowd's going to look like? Crowd knows what they're going to get on stage. That's exactly what they're going to get. Everybody has a good time. Sure. They've got Paradise and Kitty. I don't know who they are, so it's two bands, uh, all females, uh, that are playing the uh, the show. So that's kind of a unique twist on something to go see at the Devon. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. People it's with their own hair on their on their uh, tour list right now. Just always funny to see from Decatur. Their next show is then in Miami. <laughs> right. That's how it works sometimes. No doubt. Uh, uh, and they'll put. On, I'm sure put on a great show. And bands at that time, a lot of times realize they don't have the catalog to do three hours, two hours, whatever. And so they'll play hits of the time a lot of times. Absolutely. So you're, I'm sure it'll be a fun show. Absolutely. So yeah, most of these, uh, except for, uh, the drummer was joined like pre 2017. Uh, but it'll be a good show for the people who like this kind of music. They had six number one videos on MTV. Wow. Sold over a million albums, had four songs in the billboards, top 100. So they had a number of hits. And the Paradise Kitty, as you can tell from the title, born and bred on Guns N' Roses music. There you go. Uh, and that will be, I don't know, there's something about a stage full of women and guitars and drums and spandex and 80s Aquanet hairspray. A lot of fun. That was kind of more empowering than you remembered it being at the time. I've been to a show like that in the last two, three years. Um, and, and they, I mean, it, it just is different. It just is different and it's impressive. So I'm excited about this. I one. remember fondly the Joan Jett show, uh, at the Decatur celebration. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And growing up a fan of the Go-Go's or the Bangles or the all female bands that were popular at the time, uh, just a whole different energy and different kind of thing. So I don't know if they've had anything like this at the Devon. They've certainly had some hair band stuff. Yeah, I can't think of a band like this. It'll be fun. <laughs> Paradise Kitty, their website, their even their logos, like in the Guns N' Roses style, is pretty clever. They're this this close to trademark infringement. Just right. Just there. on the just on the other side of the legal line. Yeah, they look like they're fun. Yeah. And it's I don't know. There was something kind of at the time uh, that that the '80s rock guys kind of looked down on the '80s rock. Girls. That's why this was like an in-your-face kind of thing rather than just a good girl, another good band that's just out there. I get that. But what's so funny is that if you put them side by side, who looks ridiculous? Yeah, there's a lot of silly photos. No, but I mean, but who looks like more natural in this role and who looks... (laughs) ridiculous those shots of them bending over to bow to the crowd it's like which band is that yeah <laughs> is that gnr or is that, is that vixen yeah no i'm talking about the guys that's what i'm saying yeah 
Anyway, that that show September twenty first added to the calendar yesterday. Uh is is included in the season ticket package. Tickets nice. will go on sale at a later date at DevonAmphitheater.com. So thirty-five standing pit, forty-five reserve, thirty-five terrace, twenty dollar lawn tickets. You're gonna get a good show. I imagine that pit will be full. Dressed as expected. Yeah, absolutely you should. <laughs> All right. We'll leave you with a little vixen. This is crying. Not written by Richard Marks. That's the strangest thing. They probably don't want you to know that. <laughs> he played the celebration, too. We're tying it all together right here at the end. Hey, if you missed any of the show today, podcast driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get it anywhere you get your podcast. Easiest thing, go to nowdicator.com. Just click on the podcast tab. That's it for us. Coming up tomorrow, our friends from Millican, Community Invested with Hickory Point Bank. Be a great show. Join us at 6. Be careful over the next 24 hours. We'll see you then. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Jesse Heating and Air. Great products and great people treating you the way you want to be treated since 1979. Just a reminder to make changes to your route beginning today if you normally use Brush College Road. Brush College between Olive and Hickory Streets will be closed through the end of October as part one of a plan to create an overpass. The road will be impassable during this time. Drivers are encouraged to use 22nd Street as a detour. Businesses along Brush College Road will still be accessible. The city says it will post updates on its website. Time is running out to apply for the Community Foundation of Macon County Places and Neighborhoods Fund. This is a new $100,000 funding opportunity. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.